my name is Arshida. I'm Galeen. And I'm Nikita. Welcome or welcome back to your weekly book group and today's episode. Before trigger warning, we'll be discussing topics of abuse in our podcast today and also spoiler warning, we're going to be talking about Eleanor and Park by Rainbow Rowell. So if you prefer not to know what happens in the book, skip to the time frame listed in this podcast bio. So for this episode, we're going to be talking about Eleanor and Park, which is a teenage romance novel about two dysfunctional teenagers named Eleanor and Park. Their romance builds when they ride the bus to and from school together while spending that time listening to music and reading comic books. Their time spent together eventually leads to them falling in love, but that's very short as both characters are living completely contrasting lives, specifically with their home lives, which eventually leads to the downfall of their relationship. So we see with Eleanor, she lives in a low-class house with an an abusive stepfather, while Park lives in a middle-class home with a supportive family. And so the reason why this book is so popular amongst teenagers is because it shares themes of poverty and class, specifically through the two characters who live in the same neighborhood, but are living completely different lives due to their class. So with Eleanor, she lives in extreme poverty while also dealing with her stepfather's physical, emotional, and financial abuse. But with Park, he lives in a middle-class lifestyle that Eleanor often views as luxurious when compared to her own standards. And so the themes of poverty and social class play a major role in the love story of the two teenagers, especially for Eleanor, because she's ashamed of her lack of funds and is unable to deal with the abuse from her stepfather. And I feel like with that, that also relates to our own personal lives as like we often see like those that are more like financially stable, like they're able to afford a better lifestyle while as the, while as like us, or not us, but like people that aren't as financially stable, like they're more envious of those with money. And they feel like that helps like develop their own like mental Ill- illnesses and like just struggle more mentally. And so eventually the difference in class does lead to their downfall since the character, since Eleanor is unable to deal with her living circumstances and eventually leaves town. And that consequently leaves Park behind to deal with her, with the aftermath. I feel like one thing that the author did really well with this book was that she really went into detail about each like type of socioeconomic class. And she really went into detail about poverty and versus living like a middle-class life. And she talked about details with that. And it kind of allowed all the characters to gain exposure to different types of classes as well which I feel like is really important even like as you're growing up just to be aware of different people's situations and their home life as well yeah and I feel like the way she did it was really good too like for her audience because it's not necessarily like a young adult book it's more for teenagers and she didn't describe it in a way that it was like intimidating or like hard to understand like she made it really easy for young readers to know what it's like to live in different social classes Exactly. And she didn't make it the entire book. Like she still had different aspects of the book. There was still romance. If people are into that, there was still other types of relationships. There were friendships. There was, it was like, in a sense, a coming of age book in that way, where it was talking about all aspects of somebody's life. But then it also like really focused on that whole aspect of um, different social classes and the impact that has on one's mental health, on their physical health, on them as a being, you know, and I feel like that was also really important. Yeah, and it also kind of really mimics like the tragic love story type of trope where it's like two characters from opposite ends of the like living opposite lives, they can't be together because of their surroundings. And like it's really, it, to me, it's more of like a modernized version of Romeo and Juliet, where it's like they never got their happy ending because they're just the their families and the circumstances they had at the time like separated them and it didn't let them be happy. 
I feel like I never even thought about it like that when I was reading it but now that you bring it up I definitely see what you mean like again for anybody who wants to read this book maybe skip ahead but like the way that they were like pulled apart in the end was like when I was reading it I was obviously a lot younger I think I was like 13 14 and so like as a 13 14 year old like it was so heartbreaking seeing that yeah. they put together and that they didn't get that happy ending but I feel like that was also like that reality check that we needed at that age that like oh like everything doesn't really end in those fairy tale happy endings you know exactly and like even in our last episode we talked about how like like having not having endings that are more realistic rather than like sewing everything back together and making like a happy ending to please the readers like that's really important too because like this is even though this book is fictional like it addresses non-fictional issues and it's important to make it realistic like with Eleanor's circumstances it was really hard for her to have a relationship and even though Park was supportive and tried his best to help her like they're just teenagers at the end of the day and it's not real really realistic for them to be able to solve like all their issues in their lives exactly shows that like um like right person wrong time is, is like a real thing where it's like even if it might be like a good person that like you should be with it's like sometimes the circumstances won't allow that and that's completely fine and it's realistic which is important to portray because it's like not everyone's gonna have a perfect like happy fairy tale ending mm-hmm. and it wasn't like a situation where it was like a damsel in distress where um where he was like saving her from her home situation or that he was doing like obviously he did everything that he could and like that was in his power to help get her out of it but it wasn't in the sense that um he was the only one saving her like she was trying to save herself and she was doing what was best for herself and her siblings and her family and I feel like that was really important as well because it showed like the power that she had and it showed how mentally strong that how mentally strong she was to even like realize that like their like the situation she was in was hurting her and that she needed to get out yeah. like really good because it's like sorry because it's like um like considering this is like a book that's meant for like younger audiences like especially like you know that age where it's like you're getting into reading and it's like you're kind of just like exploring the world I feel like a book where it's like kind of shows um like first of all a strong like strong characters in both like both ways and um a good plot with like a realistic ending it's like a good book for a younger audience you know yeah Yeah. it definitely had a strong female lead as well and I feel like I feel like a lot of people just when they see the book or they read the synopsis, they think of it as like the relationship is the main main like part of it. It's the main aspect of it. But I feel like honestly, you can see it as like a strong female read book where it's like she's the main part of it and she's what the book focuses around because it is her story at the end of the day, right? Yeah, exactly. I really like that you mentioned that. Like I don't I I think the reason why I like the book so much was because it wasn't like oh the the girl is going through something really bad and the guy is like here to help her and like he's like here to solve all the problems it was like no she had her problems and she would deal with them and obviously like the guy would help her but it wasn't just about like the guy helping her like she was a strong character too and she was able to fight her own battles and that's just like that really made it interesting and also I liked what Grillian brought up about how like making it more realistic like and for a young audience like it's important to make it in a way where because like yeah at that age we're still discovering different books and like especially to enter like a world where like real issues are being portrayed it's really important that it's done correctly because like if it's too much then it might be overbearing and then like young readers could like get like traumatized or like not want to read anything else like that so it's really important that that's like done properly 
And so although the story attempts to create a modernized version of Romeo and Juliet and like tries to portray how social class plays a part in relationship dynamics, there were still a lot of problems found in the novel that didn't sit right with some readers. And specifically, some critics claimed that the novel was anti-Asian and that Park's identity was mishandled. And they noticed that Park's plotline plot of his biracial Korean-American identity was kind of left hanging at the end and that his um, internalized racism was never actually fully addressed. And we and his racialized inter his internalized race racism comes from how he was partly ashamed to be part Korean, and he thinks that nobody finds Asian boys attractive, which is a direct quote from the book. And it was also just the way that readers were displeased with how he was portrayed, like his Korean features were accentuated, and they were almost fetishized by the author. And in general, his family too, like they exhibited a lot of the um, major stereotypes that East Asian people have through their behaviors and their and their descriptions. And it just really mishandled the representation of the culture in the novel that displeased a lot of people. I definitely see that. I feel like the author took some of the most common stereotypes that you see in media and the news and how like East Asian people are represented as a general and they took that and they just put it in the book and just to make it abundantly clear that he was of a different race and I feel like it was like I feel like she had the right intentions when she was doing that she did want to incorporate diversity into the book but I feel like the way she went about doing it was um it wasn't inaccurate but it was what's the word I'm looking for it was um insensitive it was insensitive it wasn't properly done and it wasn't done to the extent that I personally would have liked I would have liked to see more of that I would have liked to see more diversity in other ways too because diversity isn't just about being different races or being of different cultures and religions it's there's so much diversity in different ways too and I feel like if that was the author's goal I feel like she didn't really accomplish that yeah I, I agree the whole internalized racism thing like left unspoken I feel like it kind of just shows that it's like regular or like you know like just like normalized and I feel like that's like even though she did good in like other aspects of the book um she could have worked on like talking about issues like these I feel like these issues are something that like many like many um kids like especially like people of color people like especially at a young age this is something you're gonna face and like you don't really know how to deal with it because if you think about it it's such a serious issue and it's like how are you supposed to deal with that at like such a young age when you're like really even like understanding like what's around you or yourself you know and so I feel like be, like leaving that like unfinished kind of doesn't give the right message to the audience that it's supposed to be targeting like young people like imagine a young Asian like boy reading this book and then like not knowing how to like interpret what's being presented because it's like exactly. technically like you know like they're talking about his features and stuff and so if it's and like it could kind of like be more it could be doing more harm than good in one way yeah, yeah also like books tv shows like movies like when we're kids like those are our sources of information like mm -hmm, a, lot of, sure. a lot of how we perceive the world around us comes from that you know mm -hmm. and it like affects our relationships so at the end of the day if there's people who are putting content out that don't accurately reflect like different cultures and different like different ideologies I feel like that's super harmful like Darlene was saying yeah and like 
<clears throat> like young people are supposed to make connections with characters you know what I mean like when you see yeah. someone that represents who you are and and like a bigger platform like outside of just your house like that is just so much more meaningful especially when it's done right you just it just gives like the person like a like boost of confidence but when it's like not done properly it could be more like hurtful and it's like it might like make the person want to mask their identity even more or like you know just accentuate that internalized racism which is counterproductive to what should be happening and even the line that like that was included in the book about how no one finds Asian boys attractive like that could be very like detrimental to someone who's like Asian specifically an Asian boy who's reading the book like that would really like affect them and maybe they wouldn't have seen it like seen that's like no one liking Asian boys in their life but reading it they might feel like oh this is how the rest of the world thinks so I'm like no one's gonna like me when I grow up or something like that and that's just really like that's how mental illnesses are developed or like mental health problems that's how they're formed it's from reading things like this that discourage people from things like their race and essentially it's in a form in a way it's a form of racism like saying that no one can like Asian boys that is racism yeah and I understand that she was trying to like make it so that like Park was trying to be insecure like she wasn't trying to say directly that no one likes Asian boys she was trying to show it from Park's perspective but I feel like it could have done better like instead of saying no one finds Asian boys attractive she could have said something else that was like oh like no one finds me attractive like Park specifically Mm -hmm. so in that way she's not targeting his race but rather him as a person because it's like it's important to talk about these things but you also have to make sure you do it right yeah and it's like sensitive topics and stuff exactly and like how Harshita mentioned like it's so important for younger generations like they get their news from this and so if you're projecting that type of environment that type of information to someone who's younger like they could very easily mishandle it and that could just lead it to a lot of problems yeah and just even the way they represented like Park's family like I felt like that was they were just like the way she followed a lot of the typical Asian stereotypes like, I understand that she was trying to show, like, diversity within her book, but it was also, like, you could have chosen stuff that wasn't just the stereotypical Asian family. That's how she, like, characterized each of them, too. Like, she not she used those stereotypes to describe, like, their physical features, like, how they behaved. Like, every aspect of them was defined by Asian or East Asian stereotypes. And I feel like that itself is just so harmful. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so I think in general, like this book was really good in addressing social class and how that plays into relationships, but it definitely could have been, it could have been handled better in terms of Asian representation. And just overall, there's a lot to unpack in the story besides the typical like tragic love story between the two characters. There's still a lot that's going on, but to me, it's definitely worth the read. Like Although Asian representation was mishandled, I still think that at the time that I read it, it really helped me learn more about social class and just understanding like everyone's home circumstances are different and that like you might not understand what someone's going through or just because I have a good life doesn't mean that everyone else around me does. Exactly. Like it really helps like bring awareness to so many different aspects of somebody's life, especially growing up and especially like seeing the world around you because I remember when I was a kid like I would never like think deeper than like 
oh like this is my friend like they live here they live or you know they go to school with me like you just never see like the multiple layers behind somebody's story and I feel like this book really helped me do that and it helped open my eyes to the different possibilities of what people might be going through yeah and like even though I read it like what like three four years ago it's still like something that I'll come across in my mind occasionally because it was a really sad story like especially for Eleanor just like her home life was just really sad and I every once in a while I'll think about it and I'll think about if anyone like around me might be experiencing the same thing and how like they're, they can really be struggling so it's important to reach out to people if you think they are okay so that was a really good conversation about Eleanor and Park and so now to transition from um the book part to our last portion of the podcast which is a quick game that we're going to be playing I don't really think there's a name for the game but um basically how it works is so you choose a very broad general theme and the first person and then you choose an order to play in and so then the first person is going to say any word that comes to their mind when they think of this theme and the next person is going to think say a word that they think of after hearing the first person's word and then you just keep going and there's three ways to lose the game. So first way, first way is if you say the same word as the last person, because you can't do that, it has to be different. Second way is if you take too long, because then if you take too long, then you're disqualified. And last way is um, if it is unrelated to what the person before you said. So those are the three ways to be disqualified. And now we're going to play. And I yeah. think the theme that we were thinking was a winter theme because we did get a lot of snow today and it was a snow day. Um, so we'll start with the winter theme. Okay, um, I'll start with the first word then. I'll say snowball. White. Paper. Pencil. Pen. Eraser. Paper. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I said paper. Oh no. Okay, should we like okay, okay yeah. so now is it like between me and Jelly? Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's Choose pick a new theme. Do we do fast food? Sure. Okay. Okay, should I start? Do you want to start? I'll start. Okay. Taco Bell. McDonald's. Fries. A soda. Cheeseburger. Cheese. Cows. Beef. Meat. Vegetarian. Lettuce. <laughs> Water. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> chemistry. Oh, okay. No. How does chemistry and pop relate? She said water. No, oh, she said like H2O, water. and then I was like, that's water. She she said, I said, Bob? Bob? Yeah, like Coke, like Bob. Oh, no, I heard Bob. Bob. <laughs> okay, let's do one more round. Mostly okay. because I don't, I don't want to do the first one out. Is everyone in? Yes. yes. In. Okay, Gurleen, you start this time. What's the Ooh, theme? She started last time. I'm going to start this time. Okay. <laughs> What is the theme? Let's movies. Do... Movies? No, sure. that's kind of is that hard? I, I think it'll be no. fine. We go off topic anyways. <laughs> True. Okay, go movies. Cinderella. Fairy tales. Glass slipper. 
That kind of counts. Cinderella is a fairy tale and talk at this game. <laughs> no, I count that. Continue. What? Okay. <laughs> what do you mean you count that? Just I don't want to count it. Tiara. Dress. Pink. Blue. Rainbow. Red. Violet. <laughs> Purple. Cloud. No. <laughs> Cloud. I can't. I can't really, you were at Rainbow. <laughs> I wasn't not there anymore. <laughs> Coming up with words to her, she has word, but she's not right before me. So I'll tell you. Let's switch the order then. Nikita, what order are you? No, that's not going to help. It's because I'm a very like. She's going to think about what I said. Yeah, I'm a very like I plan ahead of stuff, so I think I'm like. Yeah, like I don't. I can't come up with a word for the for the like. Okay, anyways, (laughs) I love how I created this game, and I'm the one losing. But anyway. Not create this game. <laughs> I'm gonna whatever. Anyways, introduce to continue. Okay, we'll continue because we're clearly so much better at it. Oh my yeah. gosh! Thank you to give us a theme. Oh, I get to pick. Okay. Um. Bed. Bedding. What? The hell? <laughs> There's multiple words you can use for bedding. Okay. Also, because I'm sitting on a bed, so that's why I came I'm up. I'm laying down my bed right now. It's great. It's great. Okay, when did you start? Bed sheets. Bedroom. Door. Pillow. That is not related to door. <laughs> Maybe I gave you too hard of a theme. <laughs> why did I think it was related to bedroom? <laughs> oh. I just said <laughs> <laughs> you were, this game is wonderful. Really herself. We suck too much. Should okay. we just that's it or should we do one more? I think, round? Should, I think we should wrap it up. <laughs> okay. Well, um that's it for our episode today. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned more about Eleanor Park. And also listened to us comedically play this game, which I clearly suck at. But if you liked today's episode, then make sure to give us a follow and turn on your notifications so you can know when we post next. And follow us on Instagram because we started a new series called with our called Recipe and Review, where we basically review a book and give you a recipe that you can try. And so that's it. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.